In today's show, does the Bitcoin price risk losing 28000 with Bitcoin futures premium at two-month lows? I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis and quoting crypto trader Titan of Crypto. Fasten your seatbelt as the 78.6% Fibonacci retracement target is at $50,400. In breaking news just in, Coinbase is considering establishing an international hub in the UAE. Quoting their CEO, Brian Armstrong, the UAE has been more forward-thinking than the U.S. Also in today's show breaking news Binance halts Bitcoin withdrawals for the second time in 12 hours and as a result they have announced to enable Bitcoin Lightning Network withdrawals less freaking go also in today's show Nigeria goes blockchain says their policy could impact digital identity that's right Nigeria's crypto community celebrates the approval of the national blockchain policy set to impact governance digital identity management and e-payments also in today's show Bitcoin takes flight in Liechtenstein that's right. Their minister proposes government services paid in crypto, which ultimately means they will accept Bitcoin as a legal tender for government payments. Also in today's show, defending against the SEC to cost Ripple $200 million, says their CEO, Brad Garlinghouse. Also in today's show, El Salvador's president, Nayib Bokele, eliminates all taxes on technological innovation. And quoting Max Kaiser, yep, the 40-year bull market is over, referring to the U.S. stock market. The U.S. is not where you'll find opportunities. The biggest opportunity is the new land of the free, where life, liberty, and property are respected. GDP is expected to double over the next six years, while debt shrinks to zero. Come to El Salvador, whilst we'll be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more, in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome to everyone tuning in. This is pod episode number 1275. I'm your host, JV. Today is May 8th, 2023. And checking out the market, as you can see, we're in the red with the market correcting. Bitcoin down 4% for the day, trading just under $28,000. Ether down 3% trading just under $1,900. XRP down 6% trading just above 43 cents. As you can see, and checking out coinmarketcap.com, the crypto market cap sitting at $1.154 trillion with $39 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance back on the decline at 46.8% with the Ether dominance on the climb at 19.5%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Block stacks leading the pack up 5% trading above 76 Seven cents, followed by Flare up about one percent, trading at two cents. Followed by Pax Gold up 06 percent, trading at two thousand dollars. That's because the majority of the alts are correcting and in the red, which you can see here for the top gainers for the past week. Only literally a handful in the green, including Block Stacks and BGB. Pepe, the biggest loser for the week, down about. 25%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 60, which is greed. Yesterday a 64, last week a 63, and last month a 61 in greed. So there you have it. How many of you have taken advantage of this dip or planning on doing so? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts and what's popping. For the past 17 days, Bitcoin price has been trading within a narrow 8.5% range from 27,250 to 29,550, causing 
causing the 40-day volatility metric to drop below 40%. This wasn't restricted to cryptos as the S&P 500 indexes. Historical volatility has reached 17%, which is its lowest level since December of 2021. But will 28,000 become the new resistance is the question. Not according to the latest Bitcoin futures and options data. Nevertheless, macroeconomic conditions remain the main driver for risk markets. Price fluctuations in the near term to medium terms. Now, a myriad of reasons could be given to explain the relative low price oscillations within the risk markets, including the expectation of a recession, investors unwilling to place new bets until the U.S. Fed ends its rate hikes or increase demand and focus on fixed income trades. The problem is that no one can prove what has been causing investors to restrict their risk appetite and drive the Bitcoin price sideways, and many fear that commercial real estate is a growing concern, which could trigger major turbulence ahead, including Warren Buffett, the multi-billionaire, fund manager who once called Bitcoin rat poison square, right? Now, while some believe that the U.S. debt ceiling discussion and the banking crisis can further cement the U.S. dollar's weakening, Buffett does not foresee alternatives. The financial mogul is a long-term critic of the precious metal gold as his investment thesis prioritizes yield provided assets. The debt ceiling drama has caused Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen to warn that a steep economic downturn could follow if Congress fails to act within the next few weeks. But on the other hand, the government is facing pressure to sustain the economic activity and contain this banking crisis. Ultimately, increasing the debt limit will add liquidity to the markets, further triggering inflation. This complex environment of inflation risk and economic downturn and a weakening U.S. dollar might have caused investors to lose interest in risk assets and concentrate their bets on fixed income trades as interest rates have moved above 5% per year. And as for Bitcoin, an alarming sign would be a negative futures contract premium or increased costs for hedging the using options. That's why investors should closely track those Bitcoin derivative metrics. So let's break it down. Bitcoin quarterly futures are popular amongst the whales and arbitrage desks. However, these fixed-month contracts typically trade at a slight premium to the spot markets, indicating that sellers are asking for more money to delay settlement. And as a result, Bitcoin futures contracts and healthy markets should trade at a 5 to 10% annualized premium, a situation known as contango, which is not as unique to the crypto markets. Now, Bitcoin traders have been extremely cautious over the past two weeks, even during the recent rally to 29850 on May 6th. There has been no in demand for leveraged longs. Moreover, the subsequent 6.8% correction down to 27,800 has brought Bitcoin futures premiums to its lowest level in two months at 1.5%. So traders should analyze option markets to understand whether the recent correction has caused investors to become more optimistic. The 25% delta skew is telling a sign where arbitrage desk and market makers overcharge for upside or downside protection. So in short, if traders anticipate a Bitcoin price drop, the SKU metric will rise above 7%, and phases of excitement tend to have a negative 7% SKU. And as displayed right here in this chart, the options Delta 25% SKU has recently flirted with excessive optimism as on May 7th, the protective put options were trading at a 7% discount relative to similar neutral to bullish call options. Still, the trend quickly reverted as the Bitcoin price tested levels below 28,000, which is currently where we're at. Currently, this is the balance risk appetite according to a Bitcoin options pricing as a 25% delta SKU indicator stands near 0%. Bitcoin options and futures markets suggest that pro traders are less confident, favoring the sideways trading. Thus, traders should not flip bearish due to the weakening derivative 
indicators. And quoting Titan of Crypto, as he points out here, once Williams alligator turns bullish after a long period of bear market, the 78.6% Fibonacci retracement level starts to act like a magnet on BTC. And as outlined in this chart, fasten your seatbelt as 78.6% target is at $50,400. Let me know when you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to reach this Fibonacci target above 50 G's. And breaking news just in, quoting Brian Armstrong, the CEO of Coinbase, the UAE has been more forward thinking than the US as considering establishing an international hub in the UAE. So there you have it. And welcome to everyone just tuning in. Now let's dive into the latest of what's happening on Binance, the world's largest crypto exchange. Check it. Crypto exchange Binance halted Bitcoin withdrawals for the second time on May 8th, citing a large backlog of pending withdrawals. Binance tweeted on May 8th that it closed off Bitcoin withdrawals temporarily as there was a large volume of pending transactions. And it added that transactions were still pending as its set of fees did not anticipate the recent surge in the Bitcoin network gas fees. Quoting them here on crypto Twitter, there is a large volume of withdrawal transactions from Binance still pending as our set fees did not anticipate the recent surge in Bitcoin network gas fees. Our team is working to accelerate the confirmation of all pending transactions. We'll provide updates here. And that was their tweet from yesterday. The exchange provided an update almost two hours after its initial tweet and said it was replacing the pending Bitcoin withdrawal transactions with a higher fee so they can get picked up by the mining pools. Then nearly three hours after the first tweet, Binance said Bitcoin withdrawals had resumed with pending transactions being processed with larger transaction fees. And it added it was working on enabling withdrawals via the Lightning Network, which it claimed could help mitigate such withdrawal halts in the future. It's about time. I think that's a great idea. Quoting them here, to prevent a similar reoccurrence in the future, our fees have been adjusted. We'll continue to monitor on-chain activity and adjust accordingly if needed. Our team has also been working on enabling Bitcoin Lightning Network withdrawals, which will help in such situations. Amen. Then earlier on May 7th, Binance also had to temporarily suspend Bitcoin withdrawals, claiming there was an overflow of transactions on the blockchain, and then it reopened withdrawals over an hour and a half later. And at the time, Bitcoin mean pool had backlog of around 400,000 transactions waiting to be processed. That swelled to nearly 485,000 at the time of Binance's second withdrawal halt, according to data from the meme pool space, which you can see right here. A meme pool is an area where transactions on the Bitcoin network wait before being verified by each blockchain node. Binance saw significant Bitcoin net negative outflows on May 7th with around 175,000 Bitcoin worth almost $5 billion flowing from the exchange on the day, according to data from CryptoQuant. Binance claimed this outflow data was actually it moving Bitcoin between its hot and cold wallets. The price of Bitcoin has also fallen, as we know, currently under $28,000. So there you have it. I express caution. Don't keep any crypto on the exchange that you cannot afford to lose. And yeah, withdraw your crypto and put it in cold storage where it's safe and secure and you don't have to deal with any withdrawal issues. But good to note that they're implementing Lightning Network. I guess that is the, uh, you know, the silver lining in that story. And with that being shared, fam, now for our next breaking story of the day, let's discuss Nigeria blockchain and what's happening in Africa. Shout out to all my fam in Africa. The approval of the national blockchain policy for Nigeria has left the nation's crypto community over the moon as it signals room for more development in the nation's crypto industry. Some local experts expressed their opinions about the implications of this new policy in the blockchain ecosystem in Nigeria. The government of Nigeria approved the national 
blockchain policy during a meeting on May 3rd of this year. A policy draft stated the blockchain and decentralized ledger technology would facilitate the development of the Nigerian digital economy. Now, the co-founder and CEO of Kia Kia, the Nigerian fintech company, expressed delight at the development and said the blockchain technology policy can potentially impact various areas of governance and policy making in Nigeria. He further stated that if blockchain policy is leveraged correctly, it could help manage digital identity, creating a tamper-proof digital identity for citizens to authenticate and access government services securely. With the proper regulations, blockchain technology could also impact e-payments and billings in Nigeria. And considering that the technology is yet to be embedded into the day-to-day activities of Nigerians, business can reduce costs and improve cash flow by offering secure and transparent payment options with consumers benefiting from the faster and more convenient transactions. This increased efficiency and convenience and can lead to increased economic activity and growth. Now the Federal Executive Council, alongside approving the policy, instructed relevant regulatory bodies to create regulatory frameworks for implementing blockchain technology in different sectors of the economy. Now, also, I want to point out, Nigeria is known to be one of the world's most curious nations about cryptocurrencies, and I would say Bitcoin is absolutely booming there, as it should be, because people losing fate in their local currencies, as is what's happening in many countries in Africa right now. And with that being shared, now for some breaking news, Bitcoin becoming a legal tender for government payments in Liechtenstein. That's right. Check this out, fam. Uh, Liechtenstein Prime Minister Daniel Riesch announced plans to accept Bitcoin as a payment for government services. As reported by their local news, the micro-European nation continues to embrace blockchain technologies. Now, Riesch, who also serves as the finance minister, is quoted saying the following, a payment option with Bitcoin is coming. Let's freaking go as game theory is in full effect. You gotta love it. However, he did not give a time frame. And moreover, the principality is unlikely to accept Bitcoin and hodl the Satoshis it receives. Instead, it will accept deposits in Bitcoin and immediately exchange them for Swiss francs, the national currency. The direct exchange into fiat money sidesteps the currency's volatility. But despite not being a European Union member, Liechtenstein is part of the European economic area where the EU's markets and crypto assets regulation could apply. This regulatory clarity could attract more crypto firms to the region. And similar to Gibraltar and the Isle of Man, Liechtenstein is small but thriving crypto hub in Europe. The Liechtenstein Blockchain Act, which passed in 2019, provided clear crypto regulation with several crypto-focused businesses setting up operations in the country ever since. The nation follows a similar course to the nearby Swiss communities of Zug and Lugano, which accept Bitcoin for some taxes and public services with retailers, including the likes of McDonald's, also accepting Bitcoin. Imagine going to purchase a Happy Meal with some Bitcoin. Never, fam. Nonetheless, the sixth smallest nation in the world is cautious in its approach to investing in crypto and Bitcoin. Reach expressed that Bitcoin and other crypto are currently too risky for the country's multi-billion dollar treasury, but the verdict may change in the future. This move by Liechtenstein coincides with the growing trend of smaller nations embracing cryptos and blockchain technology. So there you have it. Do you think they'll likely to adopt Bitcoin as a legal tender across their nation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. Now let's break down the latest of what's happening between XRP and the SEC. And then we'll dive into the latest breaking news coming out of El Salvador with Nigel Bokele eliminating all taxes on tech 
innovation, and then we'll dive into some live uh, Q&A. So here we go. Check this out. Ripple spent a whopping $200 million thus far defending the case brought against it by the U.S. SEC, according to their CEO, Brad Garlinghouse. Garlinghouse dropped the figure during the fireside chat at the Dubai FinTech Summit on May 8th. He stated that the U.S. is stuck compared with regulatory process of the UAE, virtual asset regulatory authority, and the recent markets of crypto assets bill in the European Union. He went on to share that by the time the case is decided, Ripple will have spent $200 million defending itself against the lawsuit, which from the very beginning doesn't make a lot of sense. In a message to the SEC Chairman Gary Gensler, as we call No Clarity Gary, Garlinghouse expressed regret about the U.S. falling behind significantly as Ripple expands to the UAE. And according to him, the tough thing about the situation is having a country that puts politics ahead of policy. Garlinghouse said that one of the first pieces of advices he gives to entrepreneurs when they ask him about getting something started is, if I were you, I would not start it in the United States. He believes many U.S.-based companies and the U.S. public companies would agree. That's right. That's why you have major exchanges now opening up shop overseas. Now, when asked about the U.S. needing a clear regulatory framework for crypto, Garlinghouse said the SEC must understand that the vast majority of people working in crypto and blockchain are good actors who want to stay within the rules of the road but need them to be defined. That's right. Now, Ripple as a crypto payment platform was sued by the SEC back in December of 2020, which claimed Ripple illegally sold XRP tokens as an unregistered security. Ripple has long disputed the claim arguing it doesn't constitute an investment contract under the Howey test. The case has been ongoing for two and a half years and has created headwinds in the U.S. market. A decision is expected from the judge, Judge Torres, sometime in the next three to six months, according to Brad Garlinghouse. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding the uh, basically the overreaching of the SEC? And do you think that XRP is likely to win this case versus the SEC, even though it already cost them over $200 million? Let me know your on his thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our breaking story of the day. This legislation signed by pro-Bitcoin millennial ruler Nigel Bokele removes the burden of various taxes, including capital gains, import tariffs, and taxes related to AI programming, software, and hardware manufacturing. Quoting the president here, I've just signed into law the Innovation and Technology Manufacturing Incentives Act that eliminates all taxes, including income, property, capital gains, and import tariffs on technology innovations, software and app programming, AI, computer and communications, hardware, manufacturing. You got to love that. You know what I mean? So massive shout out to Nigel Bokele making headwinds there in El Salvador. Now on May 4, 2023, Nigel, the president of El Salvador announced via his official Twitter, which I just read to you, that he authorized that new legislation to eliminate all those taxes. Now the ITMI signed an act and had been under development since March of 2023 when the president expressed his intention to introduce the bill to support innovative technological advancements in the country. And following his intentions, the legislation was submitted to Congress to remove the taxes on technological innovations in the nation. I love how fast they move with it and got it done. Got to respect that. This newly passed law is one of the many initiatives that the president of El Salvador has taken to promote technological growth and development in their country. Earlier in January of 2023, a Forbes India report announced that El Salvador has established a legal framework and procedure for issuing Bitcoin-supported bonds, also known as volcano bonds. Let's go. El Salvador's Bitcoin-supported bond was created for sovereign debt payments, funding the construction of a project called Bitcoin City to scale sustainable crypto mining efforts.
efforts. And earlier, Najib Bukele authorized legislation that will foster the growth and technological progress of El Salvador as a country, as well as support production, technology, and crypto firms operating within its borders. The new law, which exempts the aforementioned industries from taxes, provides an incentive for innovation of foreign companies to relocate their operations to a country with favorable tax laws. Najib Bukele is actively working to establish a Bitcoin city near the Conchuga Mountain in El Salvador, which will significantly increase Bitcoin mining activities for companies. These mining operations will rely on hydrothermal power sourced directly from the mountain volcano energy. Let's get it. And while the U.S. is proposing a 30% tax on crypto mining operations, El Salvador is actively promoting a thriving technical development environment. That's right. I mean, the United States is doing the exact opposite of what El Salvador and Bukele are doing. Once Bitcoin surpassed 30,000, El Salvador's Bitcoin journey took a positive turn and the country was able to rapidly pay off its $800 million maturing bond to the IMF. And according to the most recent announcement from El Salvador's Bitcoin partner Bitfinex, the eagerly awaited Bitcoin volcano bonds will erupt this summer. That's right, as shared here on Twitter, breaking El Salvador's Bitcoin volcano bonds will be launched between June and September of this year. And that's quoting the Bitfinex CTO. So for some final thoughts here from the author, El Salvador, led by Bukele, has taken significant steps towards establishing itself as the leading Bitcoin and technological hub in the Americas. With the Innovation and Technology Manufacturing Incentives Act, the country has removed taxes on various aspects of the tech industry, which is a crucial move towards promoting technological advancements. And moreover, the establishment of a legal framework for Bitcoin-supported bonds and the construction of Bitcoin City demonstrates that El Salvador's commitment to scaling sustainable crypto mining efforts, these initiatives are a clear indication of the country's determination to embrace technological growth and development. And quoting Max Kaiser, the high priest of Bitcoin, yep, the 40-year bull market is over. The U.S. is not where you'll find opportunities. The biggest opportunity is the new land of the free, where life, liberty, and property are respected. GDP is expected to double over the next six years, while debt shrinks to zero. Come to El Salvador. So there you have it. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.